Hosted by your truly Deontay Burton. Um, I'm about to forget the name of the show. This <laughs> Deontay <laughs> Burton, Mr. Short Dollar himself. Yeah. It's been a long, long day. day. <laughs> happy Thursday, everybody. We got an awesome show for you tonight. Tonight, I'm going to give you guys seven tips to make your small business success. Again, seven tips to make your small business a success. But uh, before we get started, I want to say what's up to my awesome producer, DJ Lab. What's going on, brother? Thursday. Man, man, hey, man. Awesome day, awesome day. And yeah. Slick 316. We've, uh, before I get started, guys, I want to just, you know, just let you guys know, I went to a funeral today. My, uh, my best friend, uh, late William Roberts, he, William was uh, one of my best friends, um, uh, from childhood, and he passed when we were 27 years old, and I always stayed close to his family, mm. and, uh, with his, with his mom, his sibling, and his mom, uh, Miss Teresa Jones, she passed last Thursday. We had a funeral today, man, so, um, uh, Miss Jones, she was solid, man, she was like a second mom to me. And ever even since William died, I always, you know, stayed in touch. I even went over there all the time by myself, bring the kids over and everything. And even as of last year, we had separated Big Boy birthday back in uh back in the fall. Not when mm. his birthday when he uh when he passed. Oh, okay. Last August and everything. But I had fought to her since then. But uh, uh again she passed last Thursday, man, that was rough. But uh one of I let uh, his sibling, his aunt, his cousin, you know, brother Boo Man and Sherrod and uh, Dontrecia and his aunt Sint and his cousin Kiaris and everybody else from Jones family. She had uh, a number of grandkids and siblings and stuff. She touched a lot of people's lives. She was kind of like that rock with everybody. But uh, love you, Miss Jones. I'm gonna miss you. And um, yeah, they, 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 the day was rough. The day was rough. And um, but uh, you guys, I want you guys to know, you know, if you need me, just holler at me and everything. But I was just glad to be around everybody. You know, celebrating everything. You know, Sherrod, that's his uh, youngest brother, told me to give him a shout-out tonight on the show, man. <laughs> <laughs> but also, guys, and right, getting back on track with the show, we are still in the middle of, you know, as we always recouped the previous week. We started in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. Um, I've had that second shot and uh, went through the 14-day window, so I am fully inoculated. Mm. So I guess if I do catch it, that means I probably won't die. Hope not. Right. Double, double fingers crossed. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> we see how that goes <laughs> and everything. I'd be just the one. We heard but on we all heard on NPR that they was talking about getting the shot. And they was like, "Ma'am, you want to get the shot?" And she said, "I'm vaccinated by the Holy Ghost." <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't the only one. She wasn't the only one. There's a lot of them downgraded by that. <laughs> by the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but just be safe out there, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like we say. Always do the things you learned in pre-K. Wash your hands, cover your mouth when you cough. You know, just have common courtesy with certain things and stuff. It is real. A lot of people have been affected by it directly and indirectly, so just be safe out there. Uh, next thing is, you guys know we're still in tax season. I'm uh, accounted by profession, and I'm the owner of Majestic Business Services. This tax season, we are swinging. We swinging and swinging with the left and the right hook. I appreciate all you guys' love and support. And our business has been booming, and we want to keep booming because the deadline is May 17th. But if you got any need of service, any tax questions, make sure you go to the description section of, uh, for Majestic Business Services. You can reach us on the web at www.majesticbiz.com. That's majesticbiz.com. But as always, guys, you know all this, the, the links and everything will be in the description. It may be in the seeds and stuff tonight. But it's been a great tax season. 
And lastly, guys, I want to let you guys know, as of this week, Mr. Short Dollar hit 14,000 subscribers. 14, yep. 14,100. 14,100. <laughs> let me, I, I, I want to say this, um, you guys, well, you don't know if you haven't seen it, but I always go over goal setting. My goal for 2021 was 10,000 subscribers. Mm. That was my goal for 2021, was, 2021 was 10,000 subscribers for Mr. Short Dollar. Mm. There's no way in the hell I thought we'll be where we at right now. And halfway through, so that means you need 20,000 uh, by the end of the year. I think I think twenty thousand is, is possible. No, I think twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand. That's what I'm Baby, talking about. Like. You know what? Thirty. Man, should I take it? <laughs> Thirty thousand by the end. I take it. But you know, through that journey, man, I, uh, you know, I've had great people like my team here and my family and everybody, and you know, most importantly, myself. Um, <laughs> you I know, mean? shit. <laughs> I ain't getting no damn credit. I know where the hell this shit started with me. So, but 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 it is. It, but most importantly, you guys getting your your, your support. Uh, I've been glad to be in a position to help everybody out, get good information, good tips and stuff like that. But uh, we got May is gonna be off the hook because mm -mm. I've been having all these videos with the grants and stuff. Right. I got videos with credit. Uh, your top credit uh credit cards for small businesses, zero percent interest. Mm. The best banks. Checking and saving accounts. I've been in the lab all April. Okay. Setting you up. Mm. Setting you up. So we got the grants. I got the banks. I got some of the loan loan sources. Mm. Oh, we finna we finna go next level. Next level. Next level and everything. I got the CEO series coming out this summer, guys. So I want you to make sure you get ready for that. You know, we're gonna go through the whole things. If you want to be a CEO or business owner, basic stuff that you need to know. You know, in regards to reading financial statements, understand what's going on from there. But um, uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to, to, to keep growing the channel, keep helping everybody, keep making a little bit more money. Mm. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Shit. That's what it about, ain't it? Yeah. Huh? So, uh, but yeah, thanks a lot with that. Again, this is the Dollar Hour, hosted by your true Deontay Bird, Mr. Short Dollar himself. You guys know Mr. Short Dollar, we talk about personal finance, business, entrepreneurship, and uh, real estate investing. Uh, we're streaming right now live on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Uh, whatever platform that you're following us on right now, please make sure you follow us there. The main uh, channel to go through everything is the YouTube channel. That's where we have all the videos. We have over 200 videos on the YouTube channel. Uh, if you guys uh, at full length, because what we'll do from other platforms, we may just drive you back to the YouTube channel and check this video out, check that video out. Some videos may be on there, some may not. But all the videos are on the YouTube channel. So to see the whole library in regards to I got the entrepreneur playlist, the personal finance playlist, the real estate playlist, the grant playlist, which had over 150 grants that listed on the grant uh, playlist. What I mean by playlist, these are actual videos. Mm. Over 150 grants covered on that. The entrepreneur, personal finance, business, um, uh, the grant playlist, and even, um, what was the other segment I was doing the interviews with? Game Changers. Got a couple interviews on there. Okay. And yeah. you know, so it's a lot of great stuff. Like I said, over two hundred videos. That's right. You know, so even the things that you may say, okay, this is hot. This is what he's talking about now. I mean, you might go back last year, see some stuff like, man, wow, I missed uh, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> know about that. You know, so yeah, please, please, please go and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Mr. Short Dollar. I'm pretty sure, no matter what it is, you have something that can be able to enlighten you there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thing, guys, I also want to remind you guys, I am part of 
part of the Misfits Media, Misfits Radio family. I need you guys to make sure that you're going to the Misfits Radio and Misfits Radio and uh, and Misfits TV. Uh, the app is on Roku. Mm. Subscribing to both, okay? Listen, it's about, what we got, seven channels, seven yeah. shows? Seven shows. Seven shows. Like, you know, I mean, I'm talking, you know, I know I talk a lot of great stuff, but listen, we got <laughs> gospel, we got comedy, we got just political stuff. We got all kind of great information, straight music mm. on the weekends. They're rocking all from the beginning to the end of the weekend, music rocking and stuff. So, guys, listen, make sure you go to Misfits Radio. Was Misfits Media on uh, YouTube? Yes, Misfits Media, uh, Misfits Media on YouTube, Misfits TV on Roku. Yeah, no, tr- and and it's here. Misfits Radio on Live Three Sixty Five. There you go. And listen, on the Roku, hell, it's in four K. That's right. <laughs> you get to see all this great beer. Right. All of it. Fast forward, rewind on the Roku. Come on now. <laughs> Who else giving you that? Right. Right. Come on now. <laughs> Type in Mister Short. Yeah. Y'all see all the old videos. There you go. This <laughs> ain't no damn iPhone show. That's right. Come on now. <laughs> We ain't doing this on Instagram. <laughs> we are, but we not. <laughs> there you go. Hey, but, but listen, you know, going back to the, you know, we're starting to show up. We're talking about seven tips uh, to make a small business success. Here's the deal. And a lot of times, you know, especially in this, in this 2021, everybody trying to get their uh, money. Because I get a call every other day. Can you help me get the PPP? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get the PPP now. Right. Okay, what kind of business? I don't really got a business. But I heard, oh, look. Oh, oh, oh. I got an LLC. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and I understand. Ain't nobody like getting money more than I like getting money. But the thing of it is is that people are really, some are trying to get money, some are actually trying to fund their business, some are trying to start their, their dreams, some are trying to just keep the doors open. Mm-hmm. But regardless, the biggest thing that I've seen, the biggest need that I've seen that people need more than money is knowledge. Mm. People want to actually run these damn businesses and think that, hey, it's like a business is kind of like providing for your family. Like I can cook it and serve it, mm-hmm. and that's it. And I charge you, give me some money. And they had, a, you know, it's no, uh, it's like they're clueless on all the other stuff. Mm. And there's nothing wrong with being clueless, it's something wrong with not trying to educate yourself. Um, Damn, I'm trying to think. What was that I seen this weekend? How? Uh, oh, the last week on Breakfast Club. With Master, was it last week or week before last? With Master P was on the Breakfast Club. Okay, I think it was last week. Okay, you talking about a man worth three hundred million, over three hundred million dollars, got these businesses and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But what was glaring? He said, "I'm coming from the Calio Projects. I'm coming from the gutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know all that." Right. But what was glaring? He kept pushing. What? His kids getting educated. Right. Because he knew. At the end of the day, you can have all the hustle bustle you want, but if you get in them damn rooms and you don't know what's what if somebody's trying to bamboozle your ass, right. or how to read financials, how to market, how to manage, or even just knowing how to make sound business decisions off information that you've gathered, you're going to be in bad shape. Mm-hmm. And that was just, he just kept re-going back to that. Get your education. Right. Get your education. And I think we've gotten to a... a a cycle now with so many people because they have opportunities to start their business up and do certain things they so stuck on trying to avoid education standpoint. Before I let me get a disclaimer, when I say education, I'm not talking about necessarily getting a college degree. Right. I'm talking about just getting informed. Okay. 
research, inform, research, and 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 doing things that are uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Because the easy thing, and I love giving it to you guys, is look at a YouTube video, mm. doing a quick Google search. The hardest thing is going down a you know the library, sitting down not only going on YouTube but just looking at fifteen different YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. You know, sitting down. When we when I when I make videos and do certain things, I spend hours on hours researching, vetting grants, vetting information, make sure I got the right information, doing all kind of stuff, putting everything together. And like I, I spoke in a, in a, a couple of weeks ago, we we what two and a half years, right? Mister Short Dog didn't even make a damn penny, right? <laughs> That's true. So I'm saying you have to be you know uh, uh, understanding, and the only reason why I was able to hang in there with that because the people that were where I wanted to be, and where I still wanted to be, I mean they say it's about two years we started seeing some money. Mm -hmm. And how many people want to hang in there with doing that? Right. Two years. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes you see people that are busy, but they really barely keeping their doors open. Mm -hmm. For every reason they want to necessarily acknowledge it, pride, you know, discomfort, embarrassment, whatever it is, they don't want to acknowledge it. But that education is so important, so important. Like I said, that disclaimer, I'm not talking about sitting down at somebody's university. I'm talking about sitting down and getting yourself informed. Mm -hmm. And with being informed, that's going to take time it's going to take sacrifice it's going to take a lot of stuff that you don't necessarily want to do but what we always say you got to do things you don't want to do to get where you want to be right so far too many of us want to do what we want to do i remember one time i had a, a friend of mine me and her sitting there talking i was talking about you know a couple of my kids the girl go to school she's like are you big on college i said yeah and again i'm not saying my way the right way she said well i push entrepreneurship i said well damn i know you're doing I know you sell them braces and, <laughs> and shit, but, but damn, I think I'm a damn entrepreneur myself now, you know what I'm saying? Like, but her whole thing was the hustle side. Okay. Now, understanding that what she, what she was missing knowledge-wise. Fast forward, I remember I was looking at a Shark Tank. Young lady was selling these socks. Mm -hmm. And I always remember what Mark Cuban said, because I talked about it before, where she was just saying, like, you know, she had these sock confidence. She didn't know her numbers. And she's like, well, you know, I'm the CEO. He said, you're not a CEO. You're an owner. Mm -hmm. And when we started talking about CEOs, we, a CEO is a, a strategist. Mm -hmm. they, they're sitting there constantly planning and, and, and organizing things to make sure things happen and leave stuff up for management and all them to implement those strategies and plans and goals. Right. But it, people think sometimes because they pay for that LLC or their name is on the, uh, the signing line, or the bidding license, they're a CEO. That, that makes and, them a CEO. Yeah, and they have no idea what the hell those titles mean. Right. And uh, when you don't try to make yourself informed to understand those kind mm -hmm. of things, you're blindly throw that out there. Right. You know? I think the biggest thing most entrepreneurs make, small business owners make, is don't take time, to, like you said, to just research. Just sit back and pull up some articles, pull up some stuff, and try to figure out how to tweak this, how to do that, because... Everybody thinks it's an overnight success, and it takes time. I mean, we've been doing this for four or five years, and people always ask me, well, how you get your sound sound so good? Or how you get – I, I researched it. I didn't know nothing about how to do it. I mean, I just looked it up and see what's the best settings for this, and what. And as the shows went on, I tweaked it as we went on. Go to your experience. Go back knowledge. four years ago, some of these videos, you'd be like, that's horrible. 
to now. But it's the process, and people don't realize it's a process in anything you do. It's a process in learning anything you do. You should always want to learn who your competitors are, uh, what's the best way to do this or the best way to do that, or how can you come up with something that may be a little bit more in innovative. But people don't want to do that. Everybody wants that overnight success. That takes too long, lad. That takes too long. I ain't got time for that. Right. What we say, young people feel like that's going to take too long. And people that are older feel like, you know, they ain't got enough time. Enough time, yeah. So everybody want to rush. <laughs> everybody want to hurry and get stuff done. Right. And that's not how things work. That's exactly not how things work. You know, it's just the key thing is what? When the opportunity comes, be prepared. What What you always say, what we say on a couple of the shows before, everybody always see the finished product, but nobody saw <laughs> what it took to get there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they did, they wouldn't even want to damn deal with right. it. Right. They, they see that 100 is... And what, $170 billion of uh, Jeff Bezos worth? And they didn't see when he was in the garage trying to figure out each cheese sandwiches. And what'd you say? Uh, 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 that was must. Yeah, me and my brother taking baths at the Y. <laughs> Coding all day long. Right, right. Coding all day long. And they, they just see the $160 billion he worth right now. <laughs> you see the damn, you make a PayPal, SpaceX, uh-huh. and batteries, solar panels. Man, they, they just launched something last week, I think. Yeah, they yeah. launched something else last man, week. Man, I'm, I'm talking about you. Think they started in a damn garage. <laughs> he said, man, we just went to the Y and took baths and ate pizza every day. Mm-hmm. Him and his brother, man. It just, and that's the kind of grind you got to want to have. But, and, you know, again, that's entrepreneurship. And, and that is. People people got to realize you don't need no – people want to run out. Oh, we need to get a bill. We need to get a storefront. No, you don't. That, that man made billions of dollars out of his garage selling old used books. <laughs> You know, it's, it, the key is, I think, you know, when people, when you really start getting out there and you start really making money and not just make money, when you done lost money and rebound and, you know, you can go back and make some money, mm-hmm. you really do find out what's important and what ain't important. Right. And I, and, and those are the kind of things because I love people stepping out there starting their own business. I love the, uh, the thought of people want to chase their dreams and stuff. And I see people all the time posting and, they got this and they got that, everything, the aesthetics are all there. But the math ain't going to work. Right. The math ain't going to work. We talked about that with the salons. Mm-hmm. I had a salon 15 years. I see people put all that stuff in there and I already know right there. They ain't going to make their money back. Mm. I know right then and there. <laughs> the math the math ain't going to work. Not adding up, right? The math ain't going to work. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. And you, t- you know, and you try to sit here and tell somebody that, well, I've been in the industry. This, I, yeah, you've been working. Right. You ain't been owning. Own it. Right. It's the difference. And, you, and I try to tell people that all the time, but I'm hating. I'm being negative. You can't go. You can't go to bed at eight o'clock at night when you're on the business. Mm. It'd be time we be up three, four, five o'clock in the morning trying to figure this thing out. Go to bed at three, get up at six, go to the other job, working the other job and this job at the same time. <laughs> get off that job, come do this job. So it's always on the go, trying to figure out the best way to do everything. That's it. Yeah. Constant improvement. Now, when you have your fun, you enjoy your fun, you enjoy life and everything like that, but it's, it, 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 it's you're not doing it for money. When you ain't doing it for money, you kind of moving in a direction mm-hmm. where it's not even, you know, stressful for you. So, I just want to have that, you know, that little quick discussion in regards to that because we have a lot of people that want to get in business, but they doing what we say business. <laughs> that, business. that business. <laughs> they ain't doing no business. They doing business. That business. <laughs> you feel that? Again, guys, we're going to go over seven tips to make your small businesses safe. I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. This is uh, the Dollar Hour. 
and y'all uh, watching uh, Mr. Short Dollar. You know, Mr. Short Dollar would talk about personal finance, entrepreneurship, small business, and real estate investing. Regardless of uh, what platform you're following us on, be it Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or YouTube channel, make sure you uh, uh, like whatever platform and follow us on that particular platform. Remember, the main platform that we are streaming on is YouTube, so make sure you go to the YouTube channel, most importantly, and subscribe to the YouTube channel to stay updated on more great information. Also, make sure that you hit the link to join the email list so you can make sure you stay great, uh, more updated because, again, I got my book coming out in a couple more months. I announced it when it get ready to come up. Uh, I usually don't like to be secretive, but I think my title's kind of funky. So, <laughs> you got to tweak it. Yeah. Nah, I ain't got to tweak now. No, okay. You just got to keep it. Okay, okay, yeah, keep, okay. You know, and everything. Yeah, you got to get that copyright yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Getting everything done, but 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 even with that said, even the courses and stuff, but I, uh, I'm i super excited. But make sure you join the email list so I can't keep you updated on all the information with the books, the courses, and everything else that's coming up, guys. Um Hey, lad, what kind of kettle one is this, man? This is popping, man. Hey, <laughs> that's the uh, citrus. Yeah, it's a citrus. I pulled a little bit more than a little bit, but I was just like, mm. <laughs> you know, they had a blossom, they had a citrus. I ain't want to go country. I almost just took the whole shot. <laughs> Gotta give it I am gonna get a bottle. Uh, they yeah. they like, got no. all flavors. They got a a a, a, a mint blossom uh, flower, citrus. Uh, yeah, but that's the first time I dropped uh, flavored vodka. Yeah, where it didn't bite. Yeah, it ain't biting at all. Well, you know that kettle one, you know. Okay, you know, that's okay. what grown folks do. You know what I'm saying? Hey, it. you know, go grown folks. Hey, people drink kettle one dressed like you right now. They drink that <laughs> every day. Oh, <laughs> appreciate it. When, they, when you drink a kettle one, you see that's why you got the kettle one because you dress like that. Yeah. Yeah, only grown folks drink kettle one. <laughs> no, I'm like it's an E and J. <laughs> I appreciate it, brother. All right, guys. Now, look, we're going to get started with the seven tips to help your small business be a success. The first one is build a support network. What do we mean by build a support network? <laughs> Excuse me. We say build a support network. A lot of times what people, what what, 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 what the main thing people say? It ain't what you know, it's who, who you, you know. know. But right. they use it as a crutch, and they never try to get people around to help them, whatever. Mm -hmm. So what I always say, <laughs> if it's not, uh, 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 what else, simple? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Percussionist, now I got you. But now you good. You know the thing of it is, people use that as a crutch instead of doing what? Go get on some who's. And when you start building you up a network of people, they're not just people that you know. Just a, a network ain't your family and friends. A network, you know, it really ain't. You know, and that's why you know a lot of times when people say, well, "Look, you want to sell these coconuts or sell that noni juice and stuff," you know. Call five people, give them a call five people, and then all that kind of stuff. Hell That's no. That's a pyramid scheme. No, we're talking about <laughs> really getting people of value that can help you go next level. Mm -hmm. That being people that are going to buy your product, that can create your product, that can ship your product, help you manage your product, help you finance certain endeavors. That's the network. Mm -hmm. They can actually give you mentorship. That's the kind of network you need to be trying to build. Make sure you can get people that can actually help you go to another level. Right. Not just people that you damn know. Right? Right. That's an email list, mm. okay? We start talking about a network. We're talking about that spider web spanning out that you can go out that can improve you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and here's the deal. If your network is crafted properly, your network is somewhat of an asset mm -hmm. because when you become knowledgeable or, 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 or in some kind of relationship with people of value, there's equity in that. 
Mm-hmm. Because if Lab is the gatekeeper to certain people, Lab can leverage them relationships out. Right. Look, man, are you going to help me do this? Look, I need to help with this deal right here and mm-hmm. everything. You know? It ain't going to be all that. Hey, man, can you call your cousin Charlie, the one that, that do the contracts? <laughs> now, your cousin Charlie, you know, he, he can do that and everything. Right. But now, look, I can call my cousin Charles. <laughs> that can... <laughs> Right. That has access. He's a you know he's a you know director over there and mm-hmm. everything. But look, I need you guys to make sure that y'all give us these amount of equipment. It's not go holding for for hostage, but it's again this is an asset that you have. Right. And if you approach your network as an asset mm-hmm. that you can leverage out or to add value, like I said, it's equity in that. Mm-hmm. That increases your value. When you don't know nobody can't do a damn thing for you, you nobody can do them for well, nobody you, else. Right. But when you're that gatekeeper to be the intermediary for all that. You add value to yourself. Mm. And what that first one is, make sure you build that support network, okay? Mm-hmm. The second one is, be very specific with your goals. We talk about this all the time. Make sure you guys look back in the, uh, the database on uh, the goal setting for 2018, 19, 20, 21. These are videos that I do every year at the beginning of the year on how to set goals. Going through the whole process from the brainstorming phase to the drafting, the uh, uh implementing and actually going back and reviewing and measuring your goals. Be very specific with your goals. The thing of it is, is when people try to make, you know, goals at the beginning of the year, I'm going to lose some weight. You know, I'm going to save some money up. Okay, that's so generic. And you put yourself in a position where what? You'll never lose no damn weight and you'll never save no money. But if you say, listen, I'm going to lose 10 pounds each month. Not only am I going to lose 10 pounds each month, I'm going to lose two and a half pounds or two and a quarter pounds each week. Mm-hmm. Not only am I going to do that, I'm going to do X amount of exercise each day of the week, which will equate to me losing two and a quarter to equate to me losing 10 mm-hmm. pounds each month. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. So we're being detailed. We're being, we're, we're getting measures. Mm-hmm. And we're also putting ourselves in a position where we can be accountable. That's true. Because when we don't do that, we can run our damn mouths, right? Right. That's all we're doing, right? Same thing we start talking about, we're going to save some money. I want to save... Uh, uh, $1,200 at the end of the year. I want to save some money. We $1,200. Mm-hmm. I'm going to put $100. Excuse me, $100 each month, mm-hmm. $25 each week. How many are we going to have a day? How we gonna, have we decided to deviate it? Excuse me, but now we're being detailed. We have a plan of action. We have some tangible we can drive to and go to. Mm-hmm. Why do people don't do that? Because they always, once you do that, now you got to be accountable. Yeah, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I get it. See, people don't want to be accountable. No. People just want to run their damn mouth. Yep. <laughs> and that's the reason why some person got stuff and you don't have it. Mm. That's that's the reason why. Yeah, now yeah, he lucky. His daddy done mm. took care of him. His daddy done mm. gave him something. Yeah. Well, you do this. Fun. You ain't got to worry about this. You ain't got to worry about it. I know, damn it, because I'm organized. Because <laughs> I'm damn organized. That's why. Right. You don't want to make the sacrifices I make. You don't want to do the detailed stuff. That's why I keep all that stuff written down on my damn wall because at the end of the day, I got to see that shit every day and see that you to remind me. Exactly. To remind me. Mm-hmm. You know? What we always say, people forget. Mm-hmm. People forget, but paper, all we're going to damn remember. remember. <laughs> That's why I write down there. Exactly. Everything. So when you sit there and now it's rolled down, you can't, you can't avoid that. Mm-hmm. You can't avoid it because now you got to be more accountable to the most important person, yourself. Right. So make sure when we talk about Goal setting, planning, we want to be specific as possible, okay? Mm-hmm. Specific as possible. And what we say, work backwards from the goal. Set the goal, a detailed, specific goal, and work backwards. What I mean by work backwards is think about the steps that you got to take to get to that position, okay? Again, guys, 
check out the videos that I made for goal setting. That's at least four videos. I think, I think we did 18, 19, 20, and 21. But mm. at least three, 19, 20, and 21. Right. Those videos are there. Same damn information. Right. Again, go from the actual idea stage, brainstorming, drafting, planning, implementing, and measuring. Mm. Go to that video, Mr. Short Dollar, how to set goals. How to set goals and also uh, goal setting for each year. Okay? Check it out. Go through that whole process. You'll be fine with doing that. Okay? Again, this is uh, the Dollar House, uh, hosted by your truly Deontay Burton, Mr. Short Dollar himself. Tonight we're talking about seven tips. Seven, what is this now? Seven that's tips to have your small B to be a success. <laughs> be running my day. I'll be running out my damn mouth sometimes. All the viewers on YouTube, he not crazy. He just got a lot going on. <laughs> I did a live feed last night. I did a live feed last night. I mean, I'm halfway in it. I was rolling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like preaching in the pulpit. I totally forgot what the hell I was telling talking about. <laughs> Shit, what my notes at? <laughs> Mm. You know how Rev get up there sometimes? Right, right. He gets sweating. He, look, right. he just. Time <laughs> looking for what he gets. Yeah. Yeah. What the hell I'm talking about again? <laughs> Go on, preacher. Take your time, preacher. Take your time, preacher. When I tell preacher, take your time, he's like, man, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> let him, let him yeah, use. you ever use Take your time, Rev. <laughs> take your time, Rev. Rev, I forgot what the hell he. <laughs> it's either dead or that label them big thighs and open her leg of a son on the front row. With the napkin yeah. on the lap. Yeah. The motherboard put the napkin on the lap. Yeah. <laughs> Never help me. <laughs> <laughs> Seven tips have a small bit to be a success. Guys, we're at number three. Number three. This is very, very, very important. And I give a big shout out to Monka Charles Burton. That's my uh one of my main mentors, self-made millionaire. Owner of Burton uh Bonnie. Burton uh, uh Burton Funeral Home. They got a new location at Williamson Road in Zebulon now. Either Zebulon or Williamson. They got a new location. We're down in Griffin, Burton Funeral Home. And uh my own, told me something that I always stuck with me. We talk about number three being delegate whenever possible. He said, Poochie, you cheap ass, you don't want to spend no money, I pay nobody, you ain't got them two arms and two legs. <laughs> I went in there just complaining. <laughs> Damn, boy, shit, you got to spend some of that money. <laughs> so you got two arms and two legs. Right, you got to get up off some of it. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know what? I needed to hear that because I was trying to do so much. Not that I wasn't trying to pay nobody. I just wasn't thinking. Mm-hmm. And not understanding the whole concept of you can do more when you got more people out there doing it. Mm-hmm. When you you really going to make money when you got people out there doing stuff for you. And from that point, I was able to sit here and scale it. The whole model of Majestic, when I went and, and, and redid my whole pay scheme from paying people Poor return, per return to the commission base, my business exploded. Because mm-hmm. I ended up paying people more money, but I had the volume increase because people had a big incentive. Okay. And I still, I was paying them fine, paying them more than H&R Block was paying them before. Mm-hmm. But when I gave them a chance to make money, money, they start, it went crazy. Okay. So, but it, it still go back to, at the end of the day, there are only so many returns that I could do. Okay. But when we start going into my side of it, we start, like I said, the CEO, strategic and planning, I don't need to be doing taxes. I don't need to be working in the business. I need to be working on the business. Right, right, right. So we start talking about delegating whenever it's possible. When, you, when you're talking about owning and being a small business owner, and you say, okay, I like cookies, I like making these cakes, and I like to see people smile and all that kind of, that's all well and good. 
But at one point, Famous Simon had to go and get some damn machines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Real talk, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The colonel had to say, look here, I can't cook all this damn chicken. <laughs> We got to automate this some way, right? Ray Kroc said, I need somebody to cook a few more burgers. Come on now. <laughs> hey, you know, I still haven't seen that movie yet, man. They said that dude was ruthless. Oh, I, no I, joke now. I, I haven't seen that movie. Well, that's he was, but he, hey, he was strategic in what <laughs> yeah. he did. So, I mean, was he I gotta ruthless see or it. was he strategic? I'm reading a book right now called Strategy. Strategy. Who's robot? Uh, I have to, hold on. I have to look it up. Mm. I don't know the author, but it's called Strategy. And what is it? What is it talking about? Strategic uh, moves and um, and business and that, but from history. History. Strategic moves. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's some of the people you look at, man. They was an MF, but yeah. you know, some of them guys. <laughs> ooh, woo. You know how you we see, like I said, the finished product and some of the stuff that they had to do to get where they wanted to be and everything. Hey, real real quick notice, guys. If you are are streaming loud, anyone in the chat, say if you got anything you want to add to the conversation, please feel free. If there are any questions. That are off topic, please hold them. We'll try to answer them at the end of the show. But we if got a special guest say, "Hey, Dad, hey Will B. Will, what's up, Will B? My baby boy, number four, baby boy. Hey, Dad. Hey, Will B. Will B. What's up, Will B? Thank you for tuning in. That's all right, but see, that's why all your all three of your brothers gonna work for you. <laughs> Because he learned business entrepreneurship right here. Yeah. Hey, he don't want to do it. Well, TJ does, Mary Nanda, do commercials <laughs> with me. We did a little video. I didn't tell him, we said, I want your child to be an entrepreneur. We're going to get the short dollar. Right. Uh, oh, that's all right. Appreciate that, baby boy. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Today. Yeah, they said that today while we were listening. It's like, um, we did bet. <laughs> we did bet. Yeah. <laughs> And my boy. Yeah, uh, yeah. We found out today. Just a uh, small caveat that businesses are starting to learn that hey, we don't need people to necessarily have a degree in order to work here because experience sometimes trump degrees. So a lot of these businesses are starting to say that they don't need a degree. They don't need them. The the number one organization in the world, which is the U.S. military, promotes our merit. So at the end of the day, you might want to learn something. Right. We got people here, of course, people get education and get indoctrinated, but at the end of the day, it's all about experience. Mm. That's why I was damn 19 years old running a $20 million warehouse. Right. You think I'd have got that chance? You can't get the job unless you got so many hours of on-the-job training anyway. Right. Well, that's what the majority of your professors, they have been in the education arena. They don't have any real-world experience. Right. You know, they know the theory, but they don't know the, impl the implementation. Right. You know? No. Well, the book don't account for tsunamis and crazy supervisors and mm -hmm. both being mm -hmm. sleepy, you know, all that kind of stuff. How and many widgets you going to yeah, sell to how yeah. many people if you yeah. don't do such and such? Yeah. That's all that stuff. Thieves yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. They, they don't take into consideration that. Pregnancies, yeah. all that kind of things that just throw a super monkey wrench in your plans. Plan. Yeah. yeah. Put none in that business. Come on now. None of that is in the business again. Trust hey, me. I'm going to be straight <laughs> up with you. I mean, just being transparent, you know. We out roll it tight, man. Sister got sick. She got hey, man. They turn and get a divorce on that man. I'm sitting here like, man, hey, this maestro can play all them keys. <laughs> set me and I was set back to the point I couldn't even have a point to even stop and fix. Nothing. So that's the thing about it. You never learned that in school. You you just like Right. Man, the pit fed that pivot. There's no variables in the class. Mm. They have no variables. They'll give you one or two variables. When I was in, when I was getting my master's, 
it was really they didn't work on really a lot of variables. It was kind of like you're gonna sell this many widgets to this person for doing this, and you gotta know your demographics and the age, thirty four to fifty four, and you know stuff like that. But as far as well, what if the thirty four year old act like he's twelve? <laughs> they don't, you know, they don't throw variables in there for you to try to figure out in a real world experience. Absolutely. I don't think. No, no, no. I agree. I agree with you with that. And uh, to be honest with you, a lot of times people don't really want to take time to get it indoctrinated to find that kind of stuff up. Then we talk about seven steps to help your small business be a success. Now we have number four. This is crucial. This is what the main reason I was able to have a salon for 15 years and I know a damn thing about haircut. Okay. Let's keep your overhead low. Mm. The thing of it is, people, when we talk about overhead, overhead is pretty much the continuous cost that you have to run your business. Mm-hmm. Rent, insurance, utilities, it's your overhead. Payroll, you know, that being pay, payroll and direct, direct, you know, those kind of things are your overhead. Those, like I said, those, those costs that continuously you're going to have, you know, to keep that business going. And because I was able to be savvy and negotiate a real food lease every three or four years, I was able to make the math work in regards to how the booth rent and stuff goes. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people go into it and just say, well, hey, they want to charge $2,000 a month rent for a salon, but they forget about market rent for their actual booth, booth rent. Because okay. most okay. stylists right now, they don't want to get paid commission because they feel like they can make more money on booth rent. Okay. Well, that may be true or not true, depending on if you got a bit or a salon that's driving a lot of traffic to you. You right. still may make more money depending on how the volume is going. Right. But if it's just straight booth rent, from the owner's perspective of it, you just it's just a certain amount of money you can make. Yeah. And that's the thing about it. The problem come up is most of the salon owners are not savvy enough to have a marketing thing in place to drive traffic to them. And the bad part of the other side of it is, is that to uh, 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 read your point in regards to the uh, uh, booth rent, where everybody's making all this money, you just get a certain amount of money in, they not uh, uh, skilled enough to take advantage of the things, you know, with, with doing that. Because, again, if you turn around, you got 10 chairs, you got already forecast five of them gonna stay full, mm-hmm. not ten. Five. 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 Right. Yeah. Always. You you got to, but they don't do it. They don't do it. It happens all the time, and I remember in probably um. Let's say ten miles of that shop. Over that fifteen years, thirty salons open and closed between from where I was on Roosevelt Highway to up Old National, mm-hmm. and I know I knew the lease, right? But I know math. Okay. I know math. They go in there. They got they. I see sometimes, you know, chicks come in. They ain't even looking to get no uh, spot. They just peeping scenes how mine look. Right. Mine so was can, nice and decent. Right. But, you know, they go in there. They got the, the wine bar. They got <laughs> angels and water fountains, all kind of stuff and everything like that. I mean, some massages. stuff. Massages. Yeah. Because people do massages. Yeah. Toot yeah. their nose up at me. Right. Yeah, he ain't really got nothing. It's all this, that, and that. But we, we all have the same thing here. People come here. They see what we doing. Then all of a sudden, they got a radio station. <laughs> listen, listen. We off old national. I can't charge buckhead prices. Right, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. So why am I have buckhead stuff, stuff there? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, they they they're coming for their experience, but they only you know what? It's just like the cats that buy the the Creed cologne mm-hmm. to attract cool water women. At the end of the day, you. They're not going to appreciate or understand what the hell you got. Right, right. 
I said, the guy, yeah. You can't wear an instant miyagi. Man, she don't know what that is. She got on, man. <laughs> and she used to. Man, uh, Bruce. Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> she can't appreciate that. What that is. Right. What that is. <laughs> hey, you might as well put some damn bad body lotion on you. <laughs> she be just as fine. She right. be just as fine. Right. And so when you put all the aesthetics that are in high end salons and the barbershops, they be saying, brothers, put all this stuff in there. It's cool to want to have an environment, have your vision, but the math still got to work. Mm-hmm. So we start talking about keeping your overhead low. You got to be very, very conscious of the things that you're putting in. Your vision, your dream is great, but at the end of the day, the math still got to work, and you're not putting things in place. And this is one thing that hurts a lot of small business owners. And again, we're talking about keeping that overhead low. You got to be very, very savvy you know, in regards to, okay, what do you need at the bare minimum to keep your shop open or keep your business open? Now, from that point, you maybe add a couple things to it from a comfort level because, again, you know, if you just say if you have, now, uh, uh, with being a salon owner, at the end of the day, I couldn't sacrifice comfort. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sacrifice cleanliness because you're dealing with women coming right. in there, right? Right. You know, same thing maybe like at a barbershop. You got to have some TVs in there and everything. You got to have that. So some things you had to have, but at the end of the day, if it wasn't, you look at your necessities, see what you can add to it. And if the math got to work from that point, if the math don't work, mm-hmm. you can't do it. Right. Don't you start that way. We're going to pray on it. We're going to be there. Now. <laughs> now your wife done left you because you can't right. pay no bills. Right. Your husband done got all pissed off because you putting all your money into this right there. And it's not that you did it. You just look at, look, you got to look at what's obvious. The math got to work. And most of the time we talk about that front end analysis. You can do all that on the front end with your basic forecast. Right. Just to see, okay, hey, look, how much is it going to cost to do this? This anytime you see all these constant bank mergers and acquisitions with the banks, the airlines, and all these different other businesses, they do the math first. Mm-hmm. They found out what was more economical for them. Exactly. I'm gonna throw out this word for you too: due diligence. Due diligence. There you go. Due diligence. Due diligence. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, <laughs> and what Lyle says, do your due diligence. That means you're doing your homework, doing your research, and just find out. Yeah. Don't leave. Don't leave it out there. That you'll be hoping and. And, and taking a hunch, you know, mm-hmm. trying to figure out what it is. You know, make sure that you went all out much to your ability and, <laughs> no, do more of your ability. Right. Matter of fact, use those people. Pay those lawyers. Pay those accountants. Pay those insurance brokers. Pay those consultants to for some time and some knowledge to equip you with enough information for you to make an informed decision, mm-hmm. you know. And when you do that, you put yourself in a much better place. But uh, like I said, that overhead is a killer. Yeah. On so many businesses. I'm going to give you an example for what you were talking about, the hair salon, Pooja. Mm-hmm. Due diligence on the hair salon. I, before I even get to the lawyers, I'm going to see how many salons over there. Mm-hmm. Then, it, then you could do the demographics of the rent over there on your own. You can find out how much the rents pay. Then you can find out uh, the medium household income very very easily. Then you'll know what you're dealing with and what you need to <laughs> invest in. Because, if you, like you said, if you try to give them a bucket, that, nobody over there is going to pay $200 for a haircut. Sorry, it's just not gonna work like that, and you would know that if you did that due diligence. Well, it, it, that's the same thing when everybody want to be a real estate investor and it's fix or flip. You know, you know what? It's a house across the street from me that burned down, and a guy bought it, and he done went in and put all this damn laminate and this old cheap stuff in there, and all these custom homes, and it don't look right. Right. And it he got a price. Out. He he won't buy three fifty for it. I don't know what. He gonna get let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. 
<laughs> well, what we always say, you got what you want, you got what you're going to get. Right. <laughs> At the end of the day, he, he asking. He asked He's inside of the ass. This okay. is America. Okay. But he ain't going to get down with that. And those are the kind of things you got to be aware of. Just because of a certain place, certain, you know, people pay for certain things. Mm. And also, when you provide certain things, you need to be smart enough. Just, can I get it back? But just like I said, do that due diligence, do your homework, and understand. Try to keep those costs as low as possible. Because remember, what the basic, the basic formula for profit, revenue minus expenses are your, uh, uh, profit, right? Mm-hmm. So we start getting all that kind of stuff. you got to make more money than you're spending out to make some kind of profit. Right. Right? right. So if you're not doing that, it ain't going to happen. Right. Now, you may have points during the process where you got to put a little money in so you get it back. That's understandable. But in the grand scheme, that formula still has to work. Mm-hmm. If that formula does not work, you're going to be in bad shape. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, this is uh, uh, tonight's show, rather, is Seven Tips Happy Small Business uh, Be a Success. And I'm Beyonce Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. We're talking about, uh, nobody's going to repeat that again. This is the dollar hour. It's been a long day. It's been a long day. I've been like a damn yo-yo. Seven tips to make your small business a success. Well, you know, I just said I, I forgot to damn uh, get a title of the show or the damn channel. Uh. But uh, uh, again, well, we're at, we're at number five right now. Yeah. Uh, number five, and that's to find the best niche and stick with it. Mm. Let me tell y'all something, guys. And this is probably something you know, just very, very uh, important with Mr. Short Dollar going next level with everything that uh, we did in particular. And that was understand that niches bring riches. Mm. And one of the things that I always say to myself was, I was so stuck on what I wanted to do and provide certain things that I wanted to do. I had to realize <laughs> that I wasn't paying me. <laughs> right. And when you sit there and want to provide certain things to to to, uh, uh, to the market and do certain things, and you have to come to that realization, what are you doing? Are you providing me? You solving a problem or whatever? And those are key things you you know to, to having a successful business. But if you want to sit out here and say, well, look, I'm pretty good at paying shoe sales. My family said I'm pretty good at doing it, and you know sometimes I've been a little you know a little jiggy with it, paying some turtle shells. <laughs> and, <laughs> so now right. I want to get out there and show my talent to the world. And nobody besides your silly-ass family told you that was a dumb idea. <laughs> but no. Everybody just told you. You got to sell your painted turtle shells. That's right. <laughs> Not only you want to sell your painted turtle shells, you done went to the flea market and got you a booth. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and one way everybody walking by. <laughs> you see that? Hey, as soon as they walk by, what's wrong? Turn the Hey, two for ten, two for ten. Come on back, I work with you. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder why the weed man keep coming back over to you, asking you to buy when you sell these turn the shades. Yeah, right. <laughs> Great, bro, you need this. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you one. You, you, it's on me. You're going through something. <laughs> you, you need to have turtle shells. <laughs> that ain't going to work. <sighs> but that um, that's that's so, so important. We start talking about niches. The thing of it is, when I, what I looked at was, and I, 
I had to go back to, and I learned this in my mastermind group with a black expert senpai, is you try to find that you you have your ideal customer, your dream customer that you want to be able to provide for it. And then you start looking at how do they look, what do they do, how do they think, what do they buy, and you try to make sure you're delivering a product or service you know, in, in the actual arenas where they located at. Mm-hmm. When you got that niche down, we talk about a niche, a niche is pretty much the actual segment or segment of people or segment group or whatever you're providing for. It may be a certain company, maybe certain people or whatever, but you just got it to the specific person. Mm-hmm. You know, black men, 25 to 30, professional, educators, working in Atlanta or the Southeast region. Mm-hmm. You know, they may be white, soccer moms, you know, Midwest region, this age group from here, this this uh, uh, income level. Most of them are, you know, two or three kids. You know, we're going to sell them. What was the girl selling Spanx? Yeah. You know, she based out of Atlanta. I forgot her name. I follow her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, just being able to have that niche. Mm-hmm. Okay, this this is our customer. You know, we know, you know, we know what, what, what we're going to provide. This is what they want. And everything catered around. And when I said, because 89% of my subscribers are females. Right. So, you know, fellas, I mean, I went two and a half years. <laughs> but y'all weren't making trying the mail. Trying to push with you. Man, I started helping them ladies. Right. Pushing this and pushing that. And here we are today. Right. <laughs> here we are today. Right. Now, I still use the bathroom standing up, <laughs> but I'm just telling you right now, I know who paid the bills. <laughs> I know who paid the bills. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't going to get all that. I hear it all the time. What are the grants for the men? Hell, I don't need to Google them. Because <laughs> 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 I gave them to you for two years. All right, you ain't doing nothing with them. ain't doing a damn thing with them. I switched it up with these women. And, and, and it blew up. Come on, man. We talking about in the past, what, 90 days? Yeah. We got three videos over 10,000 views, man. Hey. That's, you know, I mean, what, not even, what, 60 days? I'm sorry. And, uh, I don't know, something with the TikTok just went, it was going viral for a second. I mean, going live for a second just stopped. Mm. But, uh, we talking about in a short amount of time, just, you know, just speaking in terms of just support. Knowing that niche, knowing your niche with everything, and and when you do that, that's what's gonna drive it to you. Mm-hmm. People don't necessarily want to do that. That's true. They have the idea of what they want to do and everything, and that's not how business works. That's not how business works. So I just want people. We start talking about those niches and everything. You need to make sure trying to get tic- TikTok back on board. Okay, got you guys back. Uh, I think a lot of times people don't um, want to, they, they think that their product is for everybody. Mm-hmm. They don't want to sit back and cut back the product from certain people that are certain people. They don't want to say, well, like, we got a radio station, TV station. We trying to get all the rappers. Then you say, well, rappers ain't supporting. I'm going to get all the R&B singers and all the R&B singers start supporting. Then the rappers say, well, why y'all ain't putting none of our videos and our music on there? We did it for five years. <laughs> we, we just started doing only R&B, and we just took off. But you have to sit back and say to yourself, this ain't working. You have to reset. This not working. We got to do something else. What, what one of the first questions people ask me when I first started my channel? Hey, man, I want to be on your show. I want to be a guest. 
the hell for? What the hell for? Right. You know, well, you know, I can talk about this. Well, it's a finance show. Well, I can talk about prisons and all that, you know. <laughs> well, they financed you know, prison? Get your ass a, Google, a Gmail address. Right. And start your own. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a hot topic. Right. Prison life, how to cook in prison, how to fight in prison. Stay you know, yeah, I prison. stay safe in prison. Man, that is. <laughs> but that's a niche. That's now, his own niche. niche. This ain't the show for that. Now, trust me, man. Trust me. I don't see those channels. They are doing well. <laughs> <laughs> they are doing well. You will be amazed at some of the delicacies these brothers are cooking. <laughs> some of the, some yeah. of the, some of the yeah. fine, yeah. <laughs> fine cuisine. You'll be surprised what you can do with damn ramen noodles, cheese, and hot sauce. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you be amazed all the dishes you can make with. Ain't nothing like a toilet cake, mm. right? <laughs> so when the toilet gets empty, you flush the sink and fill it back up. Right. No, I, be, I, I believe you. Just some things, you know. And again, we are rewarded for creativity. <laughs> I don't know if I could have went that deep in the lab, bro. Right. <laughs> wow. But again, guys, go back to that point. You know, to your point, the niches bring riches. And there are people that are very interested in seeing that. They'll actually use that. And once you get your following, once you get your support, once you get your team and your tribe to follow you, you good. Mm -hmm. But you got to be able to sit there and say, listen, I can't do everybody. Right. But who can I do? do? Right. And who can I do well? And that's one of the things I think will help your business to go next level. Mm -hmm. I'm speaking out of personal experience. I went from trying to advise everybody to advise help a certain segment and it helped my business. Now, what happens, I still make a general video to help other people every now and then or put it in the mix. But once you take care of your niche, it's going to take care of you. Right. Okay? Next one. Number six. Keep your day job just a little bit longer. <laughs> Guys, here's the deal. And, and, and matter of fact, I've made several videos on this. You know, how to leave your job, when to leave your job. Uh, how to manage both. You know, you guys go into the uh, Mr. Short Dollar database in regards to all these videos about when to leave your job, how to mix and handle a job with a business. Guys, listen, here's the deal. You want to make sure you're as secure as possible before you step out there. You know, again, people say, well, you can't do both. You can't focus on this, that, and that. I hear that. But a lot of damn time, these folks ain't really doing it either. Yeah. And, that, you know, you got so many things you got to take in consideration. I mean, just be transparent with myself. One of the key things that held me up was the health care. Mm -hmm. The health care. Once VA got me over 50%, it was on. Right. I knew then I had to pay medical. Right. So but I was it, like, okay. But you took time for that. Oh, shit. I took almost over 10 years. Right. <laughs> of trying to get it to that certain point. But knowing that you got a certain uh, uh, stability, a uh, certain nest egg experience, most important, what I do think is, um, and I never thought about this then. I can look back at it now. Make sure you got skill sets where things don't work. You you, you can be you know uh, be able to uh, uh, attract certain things. You have people that always attracted to other folks. Mm -hmm. They always attract to other people. You know what I'm saying? You know that's why LeBron James always gonna have suitors. Mm. You know you have people that 
can go from being executive at Coke, Home Depot, um, uh, Delta. They can bump from place to place to place because they did what made that company money. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they had that ability, they're always going to be attractive and needed. If you do good work, you're a great carpenter, you're an awesome landscaper, you do, you know, do certain things, you know, you, you know, you're the guy that goes to the wedding to play the violin and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They know you give everybody, you put that kind of impression on people, you'll always be needed. Mm. And so when we start talking about, you know, just going in and this kind of spinning off with keep your day job just a little bit longer, uh, make sure you got some skill sets that when one thing don't go right, you can always fall back on. I heard Steve Harvey say, well, I never had a plan B. I, my plan A didn't work. I got another plan A. Well, you know, it's kind of easy to say when you got a couple, you know, $20, $30 million in the bank. Right. But, you know, in reality, where most people live, you, you better have your damn plan C or D. Mm -hmm. You know, because, again, you know, I think it's easy sometimes to forget your journey mm -hmm. and what you did. Now, you understand, sometimes we, we talk about those uh, game-changing opportunities in life. Right. You know, you might got to get a divorce. You might got to quit your job. You might got to move. You might got to take a new position. You might got to, you know, mm -hmm. those kind of things that happen, you have to take advantage of, you know, and, and they're only going to be a handful of them in your life. But when you're navigating, growing and stuff and doing that kind of stuff, you have to make sure that you're actually being very strategic with life. Mm -hmm. You got to make sure you're doing that. You, you got to plot make out sure. the stuff that makes it better for you. Yeah. And your, and your situation, your family, whatever you got going on, you got to plot out that stuff because a lot of people will, you know, start a business thinking, that's it, I'm done with this job. But really, you got to start, like you said, when you started your business and stuff, you was like, hey, I sacrificed a lot. You know, I got rid of the cable. I did everything I needed to do in order to make sure the business was successful. But I also kept that job because, like you said, I needed insurance. It's a lot of stuff you got to think about. Cut life down to the bare damn minimum. Right. To the bare minimum. They got anybody tuning in? Got any questions? They don't have any questions, but they tuning in. Oh, okay, cool. No question. But that was one of the things, man, just really being able to sit there and be, okay, let me just cover myself, make sure I'm protected. And you're not. It's always going to be extremely frightening mm -hmm. to step out there on faith. And one of the key things, like I talked about, make sure you guys get a chance to go to that video, when to leave job, how to leave United 5, all that kind of stuff. Got several videos about the subject. But one of the key things that I, I kept pushing was that side hustle or business that you're doing is going to be so overwhelming, it's going to take the place of your job. Mm. Like, you're not going to be able to do your job because you got 100 cake orders. Right. You got to do 100 yards or whatever. You can't do your job. <laughs> so now it's overtaking it. Mm -hmm. You know, those are the kind of things you got to have in place. And when you start, that's when you like, okay, now it's time to go do that. But you just can't be like, hey, I'm tired of this. I'm going to just step out there and do that. Six months to a year, you ask me back, try and get another job. Mm. And the worst part is doing what? Going back to your old job. Yeah, just in case. <laughs> uh, you got to pass the final test that you passed growing up, going back. And they ain't going to make it easy. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Especially if you said. Even if they don't say nothing to you, they give you that look. Kiss my butt. <laughs> you know you kiss my butt, right? <laughs> You know. They gonna do all they can do. You know what you gonna But you know what you know what's weird about that? You'd be surprised how many damn people do that. Mm -hmm. They leave a job and go back to the damn job. Yeah, same but job. that's all they know is, is what y'all missing. They mm. ain't trying to learn that. I'm gonna burn myself. Mm -hmm. That's all they know. If I leave so a job, I'm not going back to it. I may go to another job. 
but I'm not going back to that job. Listen, they know better than that. They know better than that. They're tough, but they already know it. So, I'll learn something new before I go back. Well, the person that they got to know to get that extension of that job is them. Because they still know what she Know the people. Know the people. This other key thing is they know the income they will make. Right. Yeah. And people don't get well. Remember, guys, that's why you got to look at that video in regards to you know leaving your job. I break down on how you need to be looking at the money. Because mm-hmm. again, we remember we're not replacing the income. We need to just make sure we're covering what our living expenses. Right. And people don't look at stuff like that. I was making this. I was making that. I need to get this, and I need to make at least that. That's not how it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And I think people just get you know a little bit out of touch mm-hmm. with reality in regards to how certain things are. So that's why I want people to kind of get that a little bit more thought. Again, this is the Dial Hour, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Burton. Tonight's show, we're talking about seven tips to help your small business be a success. Again, seven tips to help your small business be a success. Now we done got to number seven, guys. Here's the thing about it. I done fell victim to it. I know everybody else has, especially in the world of social media and, you know, just being mm. on the internet. All the time. And this is avoid distractions at all costs. Mm. You got to, that means you got to know what distractions is, what distract. Uh, some, but not distract all. Well, well see, the, the thing, yeah, exactly. And you know your, you know your triggers. Mm-hmm. You go in there and say, look, man, take me a break. Get on TikTok. Sit on thick girls <laughs> dancing. Good Lord. Hashtag. Well, three hours went by. Hashtag thick girl dancing. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Lord. She in Atlanta? Right. Oh, Lord. Oh. Mm. Well, you know what? Three hours yeah. went by. Yeah, thick girls over 40. Right, right. Chocolate and thick, red and thick. Hashtag. Oh, Lord. Woo. I made me another cup of coffee. Shit. I got a little time. It's, 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 it's 10.30. If I get if I start by eleven, I should be okay. <laughs> At least time. Hey, go. That's why you ain't give a damn. Right. <laughs> give it to me now. I can do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you gotta be smart about that because again, watch why we get caught up into this. And and, and, and to your point in regard to we're dealing with these distractions, sometimes the distraction can be just business related. Mm-hmm. Spend too much damn time on emails you're doing. Okay, cool. I'm just going to look at emails for 10 minutes, and I'll come back an hour or so from now, but i got to get back on this other task I was doing. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but, but it's easy to get sidetracked, and we have to be as structured as possible. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's written down, clock. what I usually do is uh, I have my whole day, and I need to bring that in one day and, and probably do a video in regards to how I set my daily schedule. But I'll set my little online Google timer or whatever, you know, 15 minutes on these emails. Really? You know, for, yeah. Because again, once it go off, I gotta get off on it. Yeah. Because again, I gotta, I, you know, if I know I got an hour and a half to work on tax returns, I need that hour and a half. I do not need it. Yeah, I'm a, yeah, wow. yeah. I'm doing that. Yeah, all the time. I do my, I do my year, my months, my week, and my days. I've been like that for all. I always been that way. And that the best I can. The best I can, and I get enough uh, stuff accomplished. And I also, like I said, I prioritize what got to happen, what need to happen, and what we can kind of roll over to the next day. So if it's something can be rolled over the next day, we'll do that. We're not gonna. If something can be, if something can be finished on Friday, we're not gonna spend too much time on Thursday trying to get it done. But if something got to be done on Thursday, we need to get it done. 
You see what I'm saying? Mm. I'm gonna bring it in. I'm, I'm gonna bring it in next week so you can see. Yeah, and what I do, you know. So that means that because I'm a planner, so I can kind of get with that. What you saying? But he said he can hear for a month or a week. Mm. And a day. No, I do it. And then I get distracted because I'll be like, let me go ahead and mix for a little while. <laughs> Ten hours. Well, no. Every Sunday is the day I got to fill out my daily planner for the week. Oh, okay. So, again, you know the the, the priority things. Then you got your fillers. You spread it out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you get, you know, you have like two, you go make these phone calls, call this person, call that person. If you get overwhelmed, you roll that over the wind. Mm-hmm. But the stuff you got to do, your appointments, your customers and stuff like that, you can't avoid them. Mm. Right? Then some projects you can take over two or three days, but that's how it always works for me. Right. And you know, the slick you asked me in regards to the do you always get it done stuff? You gonna get get off track, but the thing where I always said even with the uh, the scheduling and the goal setting, you gotta actually try to allocate some social media time so you can see that you know what's up PJ, see PJ tuned in live from Fort Lee, Virginia. Yeah. Uh, you gotta allocate that kind of time. Right. Uh, for that, man, and if you don't do that, that's when you kind of get caught up. Because, mm. you know, I got to look at my thick girl dancing stuff. <laughs> that's, that's a part of the routine. Yeah, that's, 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 right, right. yeah, that's like oxygen. <laughs> you know, <we> <laughs> oh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's called, that's called, I worked hard. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time to play. Yeah. Just listen. No, but seriously, though, you do need to be realistic about it. We all know we got vices. Mm-hmm. We all got certain things. That, and, the, and the best thing you can do is not try to, I say try to avoid your vices. Just try a way you can just handle your vices. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the same thing where, you know, once you get around it, you're over, overindulged or whatever. But give yourself enough to kind of, like, take the edge off. Take the take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15-minute TikTok break. <laughs> Hashtag. Big rigor. Yeah. <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> oh man. And it's amazing what you can or how a fifteen to sixty second caption can keep you locked in like that. <laughs> and go get the popcorn ready. And it just cooked the food. Oh my God. <laughs> and just to say you weren't even on TikTok at the beginning of the year. Oh <laughs> I think we got over like twenty some thousand views on TikTok. Some crazy. Yeah. We had like um uh, six or seven thousand followers on TikTok. Mm. I mean that was like done like six, you know, in sixty days, man. It's been cool, man. Just the benefit of it. That's one of those social media platforms that you can forward to Instagram, Facebook, uh no, you can't forward to Facebook and uh Snapchat. That's the thing about it, you know, just you know, being on top of it. But I always tell people, you got so many channels that are at your disposal for free. Mm. Take advantage of it. Right. Take advantage of it. So, you know, guys, we just went through seven tips to help your small business be a success. We're going to run through them real quick. Again, the number one is build a build a support network. The second being be very specific with your goals. Third, delegate whenever possible. Fourth, keep your overhead low. Excuse me. Fifth, find you a niche and stick with it, okay? Sixth, your day, keep your day job a little, a little bit longer, okay? A little bit longer. Be a little patient with it. And seven, avoid distraction at all costs. Guys, I think if you use these tips, 
Use these strategies. I think that will help you in your journey being an entrepreneur and being a small business owner a lot. And they say it's going to make you a million dollars. But I think they'll help you be a whole lot more effective and a whole lot more efficient in your day-to-day, weekly, monthly, and yearly interactions, okay? Mm. And processes, okay? Listen, again, I am Deontay Burton, a.k.a. Mr. Short Dollar himself. You've been uh, watching the Dollar Hour. Again, we talked about seven tips to help your small business be a success. Guys, continue to look at the channel, subscribe, share the information on the channel. May is going to be off the hook. Mm. May going to be off the hook. Off the hook. Be ready. It's going to be off the hook. But also, one one caveat. So make sure you're subscribing to the channel, looking at the videos. Change lives is going to be back next month. Let's go. There we you got go. some stuff we're gonna be dropping. That's my other channel, Change a Lot, where we talk about uh, motivation, personal development, professional development, and most importantly, family, parenting, fathering, all kinds of stuff. I got some cold stuff coming to Change Lives. We got a lot more of the little smaller videos coming back in pocket and everything. So I want you guys to be ready. If you haven't, go to Change Live, hosted by yours truly, Deontay Bird. Subscribe to the channel. We had a real good show. Was that what was that last? Was that last week we did uh, where the money resides? Yeah, money resides. Where the money resides. <laughs> Last uh, Thursday on Changing Lives. Fellas, y'all got to help me out when you're talking about these relationships. They be scared. Yeah. They be scared. They want to be next to them. What, 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 <laughs> I, I was looking at, uh, what's the brothers, uh, Gilly and uh, Wallow, mm-hmm. what they show? Yeah. He said a lot of these brothers are, are homeless sexuals. <laughs> so, <laughs> homeless sexuals. <laughs> and they got to stay with these women. They ain't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Tell them they sleep, with, they sleep with women for their life. They don't even like them, but they ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> He said, they, homeless sexual. They sleeping for the, for the uh, roof over there. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He said, man, shit. He said, man. He said, he got, he said, a lot of these guys, he said, they don't sleep with these damn women. They be back home on their mama basement. <laughs> homeless sexual. Yep, no about that. And, uh, <sighs> but, uh, 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 I, I really want to say from the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate all the love and support we got from you guys. You know what I'm saying? Oh, PJ, you like the suit. Appreciate that, brother. And everything. I appreciate everybody tuning in to tonight's show, too. Uh, again, Big shout out to the Jones family. The Jones, love you, miss you. You guys, you know, like I said, I'm always there for you guys and stuff like that. Keep your heads up. And we all family. Um, tune in next week for uh, Chain Live. Who's by your truly Deontay Burton. Keep checking out all the good information on Mr. Short Dollar. Be safe out there. Love you guys. See you soon. Thank you.